because you will focus on the good you forget about the bad yeah you're like oh you know what they were actually they're actually nice they were nice to me they were, we had so much fun and then it's like no like remember that time when they fucking made you cry remember that time <laughs> when they did this remember that time when they did that because that happened too go off this <laughs> yo, yo, yo. So we're back, huh? Bonjour, je m'appelle Mimi. Oh, this is... <laughs> this, is... <laughs> this girl went to Paris for four days. This Comes is back. the... Francais. <laughs> oh, oui, oui. This is the Go Off Sis podcast. Should we just say, like, do the entire thing in French? Salut. Bonjour. Uh, comment ça va? Uh, oui. This stuff will be a mess to me. Anyway, let's go. Anyway... <laughs> It's me, Rachel. It's me, Mimi. And we're here for Govsis, episode... 23. Jeez. You know, I think, I hope it is. Yeah, I thought we were further than that, but... <laughs> we <laughs> moved. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's 23. Cool. I'm just going to check now, because I'm feeling a little bit... I'm like, huh? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is 23. Nice. Mia just got back, like we said, from Paris. She had a lovely time at Paris Fashion Week. She was doing some lovely runways. It was sick. I was walking for... Um, a lot. A lot. I can't remember. So many, yeah, like... It's all a bit of a blur now, actually. A whole bit of a blur. She was just chilling with some of the best of the best. Um, you know how we do. I'm just so proud of her. Like, it was a great experience. As... Um, yeah, tell us. Okay, let's be real with people. That's a lie. Yeah. Um, I just went to Paris. And it was good. During Fashion Week. It was amazing. Ma- I, I don't want to say life-changing, but motivating. Yeah, a lot of experience, I think, are kind of life-changing, don't you think? Definitely. And that was like... I was just kind of like... Whoa. <sighs> I was like, oh, look at her look at my potential jeez yeah like i, I really should be getting paid for this to live trust me but yeah it was really good amazing experience mm-hmm. um i wonder if i have any funny stories seeing skepta yeah seeing him in the street it was about two one one person away from him just had to keep it cool mm-hmm. although inside i was like <laughs> i was like fuck 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 what's something cool i can say yeah but i just stood there like you should have just been like oh my gosh your shoelaces it would have been like, what? Yeah, thanks for couldn't do that. Yeah, sorry, we'll just tell you they're tied. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny, actually. <laughs> that would have been good. Um, yeah, it was really good. It was amazing. Partied, like, every night, so I'm absolutely dead. Yeah. Um, well, we went to one place, yeah, which was, it was incredible. Um, this brand was throwing a party, and it was our last night, so we were like, oh, we'll, we'll go for a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, was this the house party? No, you probably think it was a house party. Oh, but, but it wasn't. wasn't. Jeez, I love that entire vibe. So, two floors of a hotel. Right. Hired out. Right. All the rooms, like, pretty much emptied. Right. Um, like, some some had beds, some had furniture in them, actually. Some had beds in them. Some had, like, just a wardrobe in them, like, okay. that kind of thing. Um, and... Yeah, so what they'd done was, like, every room mm-hmm. had, like, something different going on. Wow. So, in one room, like, there was just an iPad and, like, a big, like, light saber light. Yeah. And you could just play, like, whatever music you wanted. Um, 
And then another one, there was, like, people doing, like, tarot cards. Another one, there was, like, a live, like, jazz band playing. What the fuck? Um, Every a- single room? Yeah. Apparently, one, there was, like, a sex room. But, um, people actually having sex? Yeah, because before we went, one of the guys was like, oh, yeah, you might see, like, a gangbang. And he was like, if I have to eat pussy, I will. <laughs> oh, my God. Mad. Renee, like, said something to me, but obviously, she was like, Richard, <laughs> you'd go back to your old ways if you were there. No, we said, like, if that was our first night rather than our last, yeah. like, mad things would have happened. Not necessarily a gangbang. No, yeah. But, like, know, like, yeah. Yeah, it would have gone a bit crazy. But, um, yeah, like, the baths in all, like, the bathrooms were just full of, like, um cans of like mixers and stuff and then there was just bottles of like alcohol just all over what so like, you didn't have to pay for drinks nah we literally walked in there's a bottle of like havana rum or whatever just grabbed it poured what some drinks what brand was this um pigal okay um so they'd just done a fashion show yeah and then uh yeah they were throwing that party it was sick i love that it was an experience like even just to say it it doesn't even sound as good as it was no but that sounds amazing you know when you have to experience it and you're like yeah wow yeah that sounds really good it was crazy um so yeah just loads of cool stuff like that happened really Mm. met some amazing people um some really nice people so yeah love that got nearly got in a fight no way yeah Yeah. so uh we went to this club on the first night right we were just leaving and uh, the parties start and finish really late as well. Okay. So the parties start at like twelve. Okay. Finish at like six or five. And so we get up again in the morning, like ready yeah. to start the day. But like to be fair, like we were getting up at like, I think one day we got up at like twelve o'clock and didn't leave the house until like six twelve. Okay. So like your days were like evening flipped. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, we were leaving this club and um, had to go back in. Um, to find my friend and then I kind of like you know when your heel kind of like gives away a little bit yeah. like obviously I was a bit drunk but I kind of like just kind of tripped on myself and accidentally bumped into this guy and he Did was you nearly fought a guy? yeah and he was like he was smaller than me and he was like watch like watch where you go in was he French or English? I think he was English I can't remember and um and then obviously me being me I was like fuck off <laughs> and then uh and then he like pushed me. What? And he was like, and I was, so I was just like, hit me then, hit me then, like yeah. do it. And he was just like, Ugh. but yeah, I was like, you're obviously not gonna hit me. If you are, we fight. You still look like the dickhead who hits a girl in the club. Yeah. So it was lose lose for him anyway. Yeah, one hundred percent. But um, yeah, great time. And do you know what though? Some guys actually are like that. Like they are willing to fight. Oh, you. definitely. It's so mad. So people are tapped. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Great time. I, personally, had never wanted to go to Paris, never wanted to go to France. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad France I did. France is lovely, though, isn't it? It was, it was really nice, yeah. Yeah. And the people were, the people were so nice. Yeah, I just, I really like those, like, because even the aesthetic, everything about it is just gorgeous. That's exactly You know, coffee it. shops, like, not huge restaurants, you just yeah. go, you just want a little pastry, a little juice, it's just That's nice. It. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. 10 out of 10, would recommend. Okay. That's my trip advisor review. Cool. I'm not like, not saying I wouldn't go to Paris, but I would like to go to Paris. But I just think I really like um, France itself. I really want to go to the south of France and just visit. Ooh. So maybe we could one day. Ooh. Also, yeah. if you are going to go to Paris, yeah. go on them fucking scooters. 
Okay, so oh, my can God. we go one day? Would you come back? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. It's like an electric scooter. Yeah. So you almost do it like Uber on your phone. You scan it. Oh, and then, and then you have to like book ads. No, well, like you find one, you have to find them. Oh, right, okay. And there's like a map where it tells you where they are. Ah. And um, so you find it and then you scan it and then it charges you like so much per minute or something. That's in the electric bikes in London. Yeah. But I don't get the electric bikes. Why? Because like, so do you stop pedaling? What do you mean? Do you stop on the electric bikes? So does that does it ra- like push you automatically after a certain amount of pedals? Oh, uh, I don't know. Like a motorbike? Do you I get don't me? think so. So then, why is it electric? Oh, I don't know. Then maybe it does. These scooters are electric. Yeah, they, you literally yeah. like press a button and it just yeah, drives. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever, actually. doesn't matter. Yeah, I get what you mean. Right. Um, anyway. Yeah, scooters. In love it. I don't know why they're not a thing here, to be honest. Yeah. Because we could get to work on one of them easily. Yeah, that would be sick, you know. Yeah, we li- we scooted home one night. Mm. Great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what have you been up to, Rachel? Um. Yeah, I was here in Liverpool working. I had a pretty chill weekend, so I've got time to like just sort myself out. Yeah. Um. Held on the fort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was cool. Um. Yeah, I think I've just kind of been. I think, sorry to get a bit personal, my period's coming, so I've just been a bit like, mm. meh. But just trying to manage that. Yeah. And just live at the moment. Live, just, live life. Yeah, live life. just balance loads of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's both of us doing it. Yeah, it's, life's coming at me. Yeah. But, but we move. Good. Yeah, nothing as exciting as you at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it ends now. It's not really that exciting from here on out. Yeah. But um, anyway, mm-hmm. so today's episode is called Over It. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang on, sorry. I think he has something funny to tell me. Oh yeah, that was it. It was about the guy fighting me. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You were like, I want to hear your reaction. Yeah, okay, you did though. You hit it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. Oh, actually. Yeah. I actually do have something funny. I don't know if I told you it though. What? About Renee with the bag. No. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Yeah. So we went out. Uh-huh. Partied away. Ren wanted to see this certain DJ who she loved. Oh, okay. Um, so we went to this event, saw him, and then some French peop- like artists started performing and it was getting a bit shit, so we okay. left. Did you all see my girl? Oh, Jacha. No. Okay. I wouldn't know her if I did see it. Okay. Um, And then... Rene, no, we all went and got a kebab, right? right? So we get a kebab, sat on like a little wall across the road from the kebab shop, eating, right. eating our kebabs, having a fab time. Life's great, amazing. Uber comes, yeah. Get in the Uber, let's go. Yeah. So quickly, ah, get in the Uber, it's here. <laughs> um, Typical. So it was a, we were staying like on the edge of Paris. Okay. So like it was maybe like a 15, 20 minute drive, depending on traffic. Right. Um. Anyway, so we're Ubering back, get back to the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So our Airbnb is above a restaurant. Right. And you have to go through the restaurant to get into it. How mad. It was mad. Um, so sometimes there were people eating and all that. Well, yeah, you could go through the front, but when it was closed, oh, yeah. like it was like just an empty restaurant. And you'd have to open the restaurant. Yeah, what so well, you'd go through the back, but there was like three sets of keys. So there was like a few like yeah. bits to get through. Anyway. Pull up to the uh, Airbnb. Renee's. Oh, where's my bag? Oh my god. 
she's like where the fuck are my bags you got my bag and i was like nobody's got your bag <laughs> you have your bag and she's like i don't have my bag and i'm like well where's your bag she's like i don't know she's like checking her pockets as if her bag is like <laughs> you know what i mean you know you're desperate like she's got her she got her torch in the car like like it's only it could only be here yeah so i'm like the bag's gone so i'm like to the uber driver can we go back like can we go back and he's french so doesn't really get it and he's like no like get out like it's last trip like that kind of thing like yeah i'm going home um so that was shit and then where did you get her back then no no no. listen and then so we had to get out wait i booked a another uber no renee booked another uber oh, back into town nah. yeah so so freezing cold like it was cold that night uh wait was Paris a bit warmer than here it was during the day, but at night it was actually really cool. Right, okay. Uh, I think because the sun was out a lot. Right, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, um, so we're waiting and I was like, guys, like, let's just say like a group prayer because like, <laughs> really and truly, we're fucked if we can't get, like, if this bag's gone. Yeah. Because we were like, where did you lose it? I was like, was, was it- your passport and everything in it? No, it was like her ID and a bank okay, card. Okay, okay, um, And I was like, where did you lose it? Like, was it in the club? She was like, no. She was like, it was in the kebab, by the kebab place because like, on by the wall. Yeah. Nah. It was by the kebab place because she got my purse out of it. Yeah. Thank and, God. And she was like, I put it down when we sat and started eating, and I was like, oh my God, like that's it's, gone. It's, it's gone. Anyway. Yeah. So we're driving back into town. Um, we're pulling up to the place. I look on the floor is the fucking bag it's still there you see it it's like tipped over there's like a group of people nearby so i literally got out of the car sprint to the bag and the people are like oh that's yours and i was like oh my god yeah (laughs) what the fuck anyway we had to get another uber because the other one had gone oh no as we're getting in the uber renee sees the fucking dj that she wanted to see (laughs) goes up to him snaps a quick selfie yeah bye oh my god love your step bye <laughs> hops back in the uber and we're heading back home again what and i was li- i was lit and she was like oh well it kind of worked out because at least now i got, you to, see, at least you got to see the dj no but you know what i'm like i'm remembering all this now all this time this is happening Renny has no whatsapp <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, everyone's whatsapp got hacked yeah Oh, God. Now, we're reminiscing too much. We need to get into the topics. Yeah, we do, we do. We're talking a lot here. Guys, thank you for listening to all that. But the real thing of today is coping. 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 So, I don't know if I said already, but today's episode is called Over It. Because sometimes you just have to fucking build a bridge and get over it. Facts. Um, so, we're going to talk about a few like situations, scenarios, like how we cope with them. Um... Our, mm. if our coping mechanisms are good yeah if they are a bit shit um because i know a couple of mine are probably quite shit yeah i think life in general is about like coping it's adapting isn't it yeah and how you adapt to um adapt to things yeah would you think your coping threshold is quite high or not really um yes mm-hmm. but only i can only cope with at the moment what i've already experienced ah really yeah so if something happened that is mad you know and i've never like yeah had to experience that before like i'm not gonna know how to cope with it because like we learn from our like yeah like from our past actions yeah and experiences 
yeah i feel that so you're just kind of like what do i do right now yeah like i can't really think of anything right now but like what's the situation okay let's say yeah i go into work tomorrow and they're like you're you're sacked like you're done you'd be like what do i, do? I wouldn't know what to do because like that's never happened to me mm. so yeah i i think i what i i cope well with what i've experienced but what i've never experienced i probably would be really bad at coping with that yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah what about you i think my coping threshold is quite high with things (laughs) and i always feel like my i don't know if i'm like being like just really stuck up because don't get me wrong sometimes like you definitely get overwhelmed yeah while you're coping with certain situations Mm -hmm. um but i do think i have like i adapt to situations really well okay um yeah sometimes i don't like to because you're just kind of like oh what you doing and it gets a bit much yeah but i do think i do it yeah i think i'm quite good i'm coping okay okay yeah can you cope well with what you've never experienced do you think uh can you take whatever life throws at you I think so. Mm. The only one thing, well, certain thing that was quite terrible, I remember being quite big, was graduating. Ooh. And that was, That's, a, yeah. that was a major one, because I'd never done that before, graduating yeah. university, and I did not deal with that well at all. That's like, that was a terrible one, because I was like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah, that is such a mad time, because you're so, not even for the past three years, but for all of your life, you've been so institutionalized yeah. and you're so used to living life a certain way like you you do something you give it to somebody else they tell you how it was yeah and then suddenly and they literally tell you how to do it this is what you have to do to be marked this is what you have to do and like yeah. you're just going through you know you're going through the motions just reach to another level basically yeah. um and then when you go to work it's i think it's very different yeah absolutely it's not like in a school you kind of have to do something on your own to get to another level yeah it's not just like going through the motions um and in life as well it's you could basically do anything that you want literally you don't have to do that that job that you thought you were going to do yeah so yeah graduating was a major major key yeah i didn't cope well with that at all and i kind of had to figure it out and be like whoa okay yeah i was quite sad and stuff for a while Mm. and but after I didn't do it when I first left uni, but like the next year when I realized I wasn't the only person going through that. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's so common. Yeah, like every people get so depressed after. Yeah, and understandably as well. Yeah. Like, I know it's probably diff- a bit different for you, but like even going from living with your friends, yeah, like the majority of the year, mm-hmm. to then like either moving back home or moving in on your own, yeah. like it's such like it's so different. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's crazy. Like it really is. Yep um but yeah it's understandable as well yeah so how oh and also i don't want people to think that that was the only thing that didn't cope there would have been other things yeah, you know but that's just definitely has been. but that was like the that major. was like a main part yeah. of your life you know like, yeah well, like, no yeah definitely <laughs> um okay how do you cope you're like that definitely has been <laughs> like i've seen you crying <laughs> I've seen you crying on that train, remember? <laughs> I think it was the 1345 one in London, Houston. It's Liverpool Lime Street. 
Anyway, how do you cope with rejection? Um, <laughs> I don't get rejected, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> do you see me? <laughs> it's called hashtag pretty privilege. <laughs> Lies were told. No. <laughs> That's so fucking ridiculous that we've just said that. No, we're joking. It's embarrassing. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. You can have to talk for a second. Okay. Actually. She's proper creasing at herself there. Wish you could all see it. Um. Right, me personally, rejection. In terms of, let's say, a job, absolutely calm with it because... I'm just quite lazy anyway, and I probably didn't put my all into the application. Oh yeah. So I probably didn't fucking deserve it. But if I like, if I really wanted that job, and I'm like, fuck, like I'll probably be over it in a few days. Like I, I don't think I've ever actually like cried, wanted something that bad. Mm. But then I've also never had an interview where I didn't get the job. Oh yeah. So maybe if I did that and didn't get it, I'd feel different. Again, another thing I've not experienced. Yeah. But um. In terms of like rejection from people, mm-hmm. mainly the opposite sex, um, if I just slid in somebody's DMs and they were like, just not entertaining it or they just ignored it, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, that's shit, whatever, yeah. move on. Um, but in terms of like, I don't know, maybe chatting to them for a bit and then them being like, yeah, you're actually not what I want. Yeah. I probably feel a bit like, bit hurt but then i'd also be like happy you said it no yeah if that's because there are times when you don't want somebody yeah exactly that's literally it like and i think that's like a coping mechanism um you have to kind of put yourself in their shoes as well yes there you don't always want somebody and you have to realize that everybody's not for everybody that's so true because i always think like how many people have i curved do you get me and it's not i know curve it is but it's such a weird word do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it literally is. And rejection is also a strong word. It's just a matter of, I don't really think that you're the person for me. Yeah. And I may not be the person for you. And that's actually okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm you're not, not gonna just going to say, cool, come into my life when I don't really want to. I don't want you. But like that. Do you get what I mean? No, definitely. Like, why are we, why are we killing each other? Yeah. Ourselves and each other. Yeah. Definitely. And I actually... As we, I was telling Mia before, it sounds so cliche, and I feel like my entire life sounds like a cliche because of the way I move, go about things. But sometimes it, that's really how you have to do things. No, literally. And think about it like that, like really cringy. But it's like, okay, if they're telling me they don't want me, cool. I'm kind of dodged the bullet. There's somebody out there who does. Yeah, like you really dodge the bullet because imagine they let you into their life and then they just treat you like shit. So let's extend that yeah. rejection to like the end of a, I guess we'll call it relationship. Yeah. Or situationship, I don't know, whatever. Mm. Um, an intimate time of your life with somebody. Yeah. Do you cope in the, in the same way or is it a bit different if it's like been a longer? I think of course it'd be different, 100%, yeah. because you've been talking to that person for a while. Yeah. And you're used to talking to that person, you're used to saying, oh, Look, I saw something that reminded me of you. Yeah. Like, you just want to send random stuff to them because that's just what you do. Or you send, like, a selfie. You look good. You send a picture and you're like, mm, look at me. They want to see that picture, you know? Or they're sending a picture of themselves because they'll, and you're just accustomed to that kind of back and forth and you enjoy that 
comfort of having that. You don't feel like you don't have to open yeah. up yourself again because you've already done that. But after it kind of fizzles and you've kind of come to an understanding that, boom, okay, I don't think you're the right person for me. I don't think I'm the right person for you. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that may have come across. It could have been like they said it or you realized. Wh- however it was. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, different people have different ways of ending things. You kind of have to realize, okay, this could be a good reason. Like, the right person is going to come into my life soon enough. Um, I'm wasting my time right now because this actually wasn't making sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is harder than people could be like, wow, who am I going to send this picture to? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, when you take a picture, like, you're embedded. That's, like, never on my mind. Put out your fucking story. Well, not for me because me more in a particular picture. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to work. Like oh like that yeah sometimes I'm just like oh god that's man. actually so stupid yeah sometimes I'm like that oh I'm god like, I've got no one to tell me I don't want to go to work yeah literally that is me right or like just a stupid little something right because it's like oh I can't tell Mia this again do you <laughs> know yeah Mia's living the same life she knows yeah do you know this is like silly things like that you know um but yeah so how would you say that you cope uh, what's your coping mechanism. Is that an affirmation? Just telling yourself, like, I will find a person of oh my, my dream. Oh my fucking god. Shock. Rachel with her affirmations. Yeah, but do you get what I mean? Like, I get you, but, like, is there no other processes that help you heal? Well, do you know what, though, Mia? I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think I've ever been heartbroken properly. Well, I've been, like, teenage heartbroken. So when I was, like, 18, yeah. and I was super sad, but within my 20s, I've not been properly heartbroken. So I think that would be... I think I have a big heartbreak coming to me. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> like, because uh, if that's what you have to feel in this it's life... It's coming. Yeah, if that's what you have to feel in this life, I feel I have a big one coming. Um, Hopefully not, because maybe I've just been doing all this, you know, back and forth, back and forth to not have to go through heartbreak, and I'm just going to feel a big love. True. Maybe that's what it is, you know? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would be lovely. But, um, yeah my coping mechanism might just be I don't know fucking face mask yeah <laughs> saying weird okay listening to music saying okay cool making sure the person is not in proper eye contact what is that eye view in my whatsapp sort of message yeah. um just getting on with it yeah just telling myself it is what it is. You told me I can't say it all the time, but really and truly, Rachel, you're gonna find somebody who treats you better. You deserve better for yourself. You are like better than that, so fuck it. <sighs> Not even you're gonna find somebody, but like that uh, wasn't the one for you. No, I agree. I agree. That's your that's your way, that's fine. Yeah, because yeah. You that's you do you. Yeah. Mm. And can I go back to job for a second? Yeah. Because obviously when you left uni and every well I left uni, their jobs would have declined. You got rejected from their jobs. And um but like you said as well, it would have been that you've been putting in your all. Yeah. Because it would have just been a matter of sending C V to like hundred and twenty jobs. Oh yeah. And if you imagine beating yourself up for that every single time. Trust me, to be fair, I got rejected from one like not long ago. Mm-hmm. And I was actually a bit vexed because I spent ages doing like full on Remember that one where I had to um, oh, I had to write like a uh, what's the word? Oh, 
can't remember. I had to write like loads of little mini essays and shit. And it was so long and then I was like, Argh. But I probably was a bit underqualified. You yeah. Know? I remember when I was applying for my placement, that was terrible, 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 terrible. I sent this one. By the time you sent one, even though you changed your, whatchamacallit, your personal statement, all these things. Yeah. Before you could even send something else. Sorry, you have not reached the right. I would be like, you don't even know me. Like, can you get to know me first? Yeah, no, you only have, you only have to do the steps. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, you don't actually meet. And it's like, but I do. Yeah, I'm like, can you please maybe just say hi to me? <laughs> like, You'd like me, I promise. Yeah, can I speak to your manager perhaps? Yeah, I proper get that. But you know what? It is what it is. We're here now. Yeah. And yeah. Hashtag we move. Hashtag we move. I saw that on somebody's story yesterday and they were like, every time a girl goes through something, it's always we move, we move. I mean, you have to, right? <laughs> Trust me, like, what's going to happen if I don't? Yeah. <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. So, how do you heal? How do I heal? From, like, after a long-term... I've never... A long-term troops. <laughs> L- LTC. <laughs> yeah, an LTC. I've just had an LTC and he broke up with me. <laughs> um, I've kind of noticed that I have got a process. Right. Um, it starts with a sad playlist. Oh, right, okay. Um, and as you know, I'm, I am a crier. Yeah. Um, I cry a lot, yeah, it's fine. Um, and then I have to um, remove any trace of them okay. from my phone. Um, so I watched a TED Talk once. Yeah. Um, and as humans, we do this thing called... Runation, I think uh, it's called. Yeah. Um, and it's right. I'm just gonna Google it to check if I'm I'm using it right. Okay. Because I don't want to fuck this up. Mm. So. Runation. Maybe it's not. Right. See now, I don't know if that's the term, but basically, the, the basically this TED talk this guy's saying, um. So when you were with somebody, yeah, you, you did this, you felt this, yeah, you felt that, yeah. So your brain, to feel that again, yeah, will kind of like, go back through that in your head, yeah. Um, maybe it was rumination. Uh, that makes sense. I feel like I know that word. I don't know yeah. That. Um. I w- yeah. Yeah. It's deep focus, attention and symptoms of one's distress. Yeah. So you you put consequences. You'll purposely put yourself through it again. Like you'll remember like, oh I remember when this happened, I remember when this happened, I remember da, 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 and like you just constantly stay in a state and you can never move on because like your mind is replay constantly reliving it. So ever since I watched that TED talk, like the guy was basically like I think the TED talk is literally called like how to fix a broken heart or something. Oh. And um and yeah, I was just like because you'll go on their you'll go on their Instagram and look at their pictures, you'll go on your text messages and see, oh I was texting them this, you'll go on their Twitter, whatever, and then you're you're feeding your brain's addiction because it, it was basically compared to an addiction because of everything. Um, yeah, the hormones that are released when it happens. Yeah. Um and from then I was just like oh, I actually feel mad. that you know because you do and when you do it you actually feel it 
it's, it's bad cathartic, for you. Yeah. It's, it's bad for you, but it, it actually feels good. And you also, and we've done, we just did this about 15 minutes ago, and I said to myself in my head, I was like, yo, like, chill the fuck out. Because you will focus on the good, you forget about the bad. Yeah. You're like, oh, you know what? They were actually actually nice they were nice to me they were, we had so much fun and then it's like no like remember that time when they fucking made you cry remember that time when they did this remember that time when they did that because that happened too so that's what i tell myself and i'm like yeah it was good but it was also fucking shit as well yeah um i just kind of bring myself into reality the final thing that i do <laughs> is i write myself a letter mm. i type it up and i'm just like this is how I feel. It's it's almost a letter that's directed at that person. Right. But I'll never... Give it to them. I'll never give it to that person because ultimately I'm the one who I want to give it to in the future. Does right. that make sense? Okay. So it's just kind of to say like how you made me feel, like how you hurt me. um, Just that kind of thing, how I'm feeling. And then to also just say like, you're feeling like this now, but you're going to come back to this letter in... Maybe a few months. And trust me, you'll be fine. And you'll be like, Yo. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll literally, you'll be like, all right, I'm calm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say they're my probably my main, my main coping mechanisms. Yeah, I think they're good. I like those. They're all right, you know. They're quite. They are quite effective. I think di- different situations take me longer. Mm. To uh, to overcome. A LTC will definitely take long, right? <laughs> and LT a long term trip will definitely take a bit An longer. An LTC, you know. and that's definitely because you do have what is the word again? A rumination. Yeah, you're able to do a bit more of that with a LTC. Yeah, definitely. You have a lot more nice moments. Yeah, a lot more media within the WhatsApp chats. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's nice. Um. But yeah, you're able to, you have to move forward and it's going to be fine. Yeah. To any girl that's listening to this, you'll be all right, baby G. You got it, baby girl, baby boy. Yeah, baby boy, you're fine. All of you, yeah. You're going to be okay. And rejections, don't worry, you will get a job one day. It's like, <laughs> it's calm. Right, what else do we have to cope with in this life? Um, This is a, this is a different one. Uh-huh. The end of friendship. I think that could be worse sometimes. Yeah definitely it can you know yeah i remember my friend and i stopped talking at one point right and my mom was like what the hell is going on because it was just a bad fight and we've been friends since like the first year of secondary school oh wow i know and it was just ridiculous i can't remember what it was for but it was just like just a bad argument and um like even though i wanted to like speak to her because i was just like this is fucking ridiculous you just, you know, when you're just like, why would my friend just not? Why would we end a friendship just because of this? Yeah. Because we've been friends for so long, and one day my mom was just like, "Yeah, don't be so dumb," and brought <laughs> her over to my house, and we started speaking again, and it was just lovely because we just became friends again. Yeah. Like just nice, and when you look back on that now, you're just like, yeah, it should not be that silly yeah. to end a friendship, and I ended another friendship as well because of another friend's just manipulation and i tell my friend this all the time she manipulated a lot of us to yeah. think things of somebody else and she's like okay well i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and i was like okay cool and it's so bad now when i think about it mm. we all just stopped speaking to this one person at one time oh, wow. and when i think about that i'm like that was such a terrible imagine how that person felt yeah 
And so when I got older, I apologized and I was like, okay, this is the situation. I do not give her wrong for not forgiving us mm. because we probably made her feel like absolute shit. Yeah. It's like we were your friends and we really and truly just like fucked you over. Fucked you over. We were like, all right, bye. Like Big time, yeah. it was a disgusting move. And I was like, when I look back, I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? Mm. Like it's disgusting. Um, I mean, it's, I'm happy that I was able to go back and apologize or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't change the way that she probably feels. But um, yeah, I think it must be terrible to be on out. Yeah. Not that it must be, but it is. I feel like my situations are kind of like the friendships have more just fizzled out. Oh yeah. Rather than a specific like. Yeah. I did have one friend in university. Um, I was speaking about it today actually, and she. I don't think she was ever good knowing what it took to maintain a friendship mm. um so in the end i just kind of was like i'm gonna stop putting in the effort mm-hmm. and see what happens and it just like yeah it just died out but then like i heard today like somebody else's viewpoint on it of it and they were like oh yeah like mia just like she just cut her out of her life like it was horrible and i was like that's not what happened like you like friendship is just as much 50 50 as any other relationship yeah um and if one person isn't willing to like contribute, then why should it? Why should it carry on? Yeah. Um. And I think I'm at a point in my life now where I know what I expect from a friend, um, and what I I want in a I want in friends, mm. um, because I have that. So as as bad as comparison is, like I will, I will compare it to other situations, and I'm like, you know, like if you can't really. When you have good people in your life, you can realize that, can't you? And you can be yeah. like, yeah, actually. And I know we say all the time, like, oh, yeah, we like we have the best <laughs> best friends. Like, we're great. Da, 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 da. But, like, it's not even just that. It's just, like, oh, I don't know how you... You just kind of understand, like, what's morally okay to do. Yeah, and I, I think the same before, right, about just people fizzling out of your life. Yeah. I think that's very true because people's... Um, values change as they get older. These people do yeah, exactly. People's goals in life change, and that's okay because you will have one goal. I'll have a different goal, and they just don't really come together because you want to do something. Yeah, something's more important to me. You will think that what I'm doing is a bit silly, and yeah. I'll just be like, okay, cool. Well, that just kind of doesn't sit well with me. That's you it. wouldn't realize what I'm doing is kind of something that I really want to do, and it just like I want to do something this day. You will think, okay, no, because I have to do this, and it's just a matter of cool. Well, these things just don't reali- really align. So this friendship just can't really work too well. And it's just not really meshing the way yeah. it's used to when we were just in school together or when we were younger because it was just easy peasy. So it's not that I won't go out with you for a drink maybe or like, I don't know, get a coffee with you. Yeah. But to say we're going to chill every Friday, I think, no. I need, not that I need, but I just... I this is know. where I'm at. This is where you're at. Yeah. We're on different paths now. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll come together. It's okay for us to like meet in the middle sometimes. But yeah. right now, yeah. That's why like my friends from back home, there's four of us. And like, I can't even lie, like we really did drift at uni. Mm. Like we kind of started at first. And I think I, like they were kind of on a similar path. Yeah. And they still are now. Like they all live together now. But I was on a different a different path. And I oh, don't, they live together at home? 
knowing uh, Manchester. Right. Okay. And I don't even mean that in like a hierarchical way, like, oh, I'm on a different path to you guys. Like, we, no, we were just we were just going in different directions. Yeah. And like, for a point, like, we didn't we didn't really speak for a while. Mm. Um, and then we kind of like sorted things out, like all of that stuff. Um, and we we all got these tattoos, and like, it's so like cringy yeah. but we basically got like an arrow that crosses yeah. um because it was like although you are going like in different directions mm-hmm. like you still cross at one point like and that like i think that's one of our friendship like we are still friends we are still good friends like i love them but like yeah like our, our lives are quite different mm-hmm. and like that's okay 100 percent. um i totally agree with that one so yeah and also, you know how you were saying about like friends not making the effort. There are some friends that I literally would say, okay, cool. Well, this is happening. This is happening. So like, if you want to come, like we could chill, we could do something. Yeah. And then they would just never say anything. Yeah. Like, so then you just stop making that effort. Or like, I will be in this area and it's like, you know, I'm coming. If you're not going to say anything, cause you know, I'm there. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't see you. Like at this point, you know, I was there. Yeah. So if you're not going to do, I'm just going to stop. Yeah. Because I'd, yeah it just can't be me up to me all the time but then i also love those friends who you don't speak to for years and then when you see them when you link up it's like nothing changed i've got one like that yeah Mm. she's called emmy Mm. she is my girl right Mm -hmm. so i like literally grew up with her like all my life um she moved to america when i was we moved to went to college uh, we weren't like that close through we were close in sec in primary school not that close in secondary school but like always been friends our parents are really good friends and then i think it was maybe two christmases ago she was back in the uk and then um, met up with her and her mom and her dad with my mom and my sister mm. and it was like it was just love always love like and like we don't speak a lot like we don't I don't know, maybe speaks for like once a year or something. No, something yeah. like that. Them ones. But like it's the love will always be there. Like yeah. it will just always remain, like no Trust matter me. what. Yeah. And p- it's ones it's friendships like that that are like so pure and special. Yeah, they are amazing. Like, yeah. Friends who you've had that bond with since ever. Yeah. And like just you kinda always have that love, like, you know, their parents, their friends yeah. who used to you a little. It's when like you can be at their house and they're staying not there. Yeah. But, like, you're still, like, can't yeah. be there. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's great. Uh, friendship is a lovely thing, you know. It and when is. you have good friends, you definitely have to cherish them. It, it really is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, big up. Big up all the friends. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> so the next bit is kind of like, it's kind of what you were saying about university. Oh, yeah. Um, it was kind of how you cope with, like, a new chapter in your life or the okay. end of something in your life mm. um so the university one i think is a massive one because yeah. like that's such a big it's not it's not really the end of university it's the end of like i said like being within an institution yeah um it's and it's kind of the start of proper proper adulthood yeah that's like with some people that we know leaving an entire city behind yeah and leaving a lot of people that you know yeah it must be heartbreaking yeah um so yeah, like other times, I'm trying to think like other big. I think also for me that was like when I was leaving Trinidad. Yeah. I know for a lot of people that's like coming to England. I mean, coming to like Liverpool from different places within the UK. But when I was coming to England, I was 
excited but it was also very and i think i adapted to uk quite quickly mm. because i was coming here a lot um while growing up and yeah. stuff but it was still very much like right okay um you know when you come here when you're 18 19 that's when you're just starting to grow up you're just starting to be able to go out with your friends and so you're just looking forward to that yeah and then when you come here you just have to meet new people like oh my god but that road's just having to do it's just having to drive i was just starting to go to the beach with all my yeah. and I'm like Rah. like so i think that was kind of and it's very different i know we weren't talking about this but it's like i had to kind of leave that in trinidad and then come start something just like i don't really have an adult life in trinidad mm. when i was starting and now I had to form an entire adult life in England. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, when I think about it, I'm like, I don't know what I would even do. Yeah, it's so different, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird. So, like, that was kind of... Yeah, that is a big... It was very sad. Like, when I was on the plane coming over here, I was like, what the hell? Like, I I wasn't just coming for university. It was, like, an entire new life. Life, sort yeah. of. Like, just leaving mm-hmm. a lot of... Of things a lot behind, yeah. yeah. It's uh, a big, a very big deal. Yeah. I'm like, mine's not really like moving from like obviously the northeast to the northwest. Like, it's still a big move, but it's nothing like that. It's like you're still in the same country. Yeah. Like a lot of the things are different, but like, yeah, yours is like. <laughs> yeah, like not really mad. knowing the difference between um, Stormzy and Skepta. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> having to <Yikes>. learn all that. <laughs> No, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So the final um thing that I wanna know how you um how you overcome, how you deal. Quite quite morbid some would say, but I also think we should kind of normalise talking about it. Yeah. Um, is death. Right. Because like it's inevitable. Mm. It happens yeah. and it's sad, but like it's a fact of life um, and I think everybody has their different ways of coping with it mm-hmm. so yeah I feel like I, um, like I'm on like Oprah or something yeah <laughs> personally I don't think that I've ever had to deal with anybody extremely close to me mm-hmm. just yet thankfully mm-hmm. Um, but I have had to, I've had friends and some yeah. of my very close friends, it was like their best friends. Okay. Do you see Ralph? Yeah. Right. So I think seeing people deal with that is yeah, very right, heartbreaking okay. for me. And like going through that entire, because these people were very young as well. Yeah. So that was a very sad time in life. And I know like me having to cope with that and seeing people cope with that, it's just kind of like, whoa. And I don't think it's something that you can really cope with. It's just something that you kind of have to deal with. And yeah, and live with and learn to live with it. Yeah, each day. Cause I, I, would you, ex- I don't know, I know somebody said it's kind of like an open wound. Yeah. And you just have to like realise that it's there, but just know that it's kind of going through it each day. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like I say, I've never really, and I'm quite thankful that it's never been. Yeah. And I know I've also had, but I don't really want to like talk on this because like, oh my God, why are you speaking when it's not like, and just say it just out of my thing. Death is must be such a horrible thing to deal with when it's like maybe your parents or yeah, 
Sometimes I just cry if I think about my mum dying. Yeah, I definitely used to loads. And I'm just... Oh, my God. No, it's intense. Um, So, I would say... Yeah. I saw... So for, for the background, for the listeners. This is not a sob story, by the way. No. Don't feel sorry for me. Um, So, I grew up, like... My dad was, like... A, like I knew my dad and everything, but, like, he wasn't really, like... I, I didn't, like, see him often. Yeah. Um, So, my granddad was, like... Like, my father figure. Yeah. Like... I always remember he would like come in in our house and like a babysit and be like, "Oh, put the football on and da 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 da." Like we used to do like everything together, and uh, I, f- I I literally feel sad talking about it now. Mm. Um, like I'm what I was gonna say was that like I feel like I've never like got over it. Yeah. Because like I don't know, I think I feel like I'm gonna cry. Yeah. So with that open wound, this nah, literally like. Even now, so what, it's been maybe, like, tw- 12, nearly 12 years. Yeah. And, um, like, I literally couldn't, like, see, like, if my family were, like, talking about him or, like, something that he did, like, I literally, like, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, and I still like that now. Oh, man. I'm going to have to pause. Um, <laughs> it's mad. It's actually mad. Yeah. But, um. No, it's not. It's literally just like, like this is literally. It. This, is this is what is I mean. Like that's why I'm saying. Like I've never, I've never like ever got over it. Like I don't think I ever will. I don't think it's. I don't think death is something that you do get over. Do you get what I mean? No, exactly. I think it's literally something that's always there because you always. And this is even worse, I think, than a LTC. Do you know? <laughs> because you always have those memories. Yeah. You have no, pictures definitely. to go back to. Like you say, you remember your granddad coming in, and this is something that you don't really have to get over. Yeah, because it's not like you have good memories of them. It's not like you have yeah. terrible. So why do you have to block them? You don't have to say I'm gonna it's, lose all traces. You want to yeah, kind of have them. Yeah, it's nice to actually like go back to go back and think about it, but it's also like quite painful because it's like yeah. you can, you will never get that back. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think I was like ten, and uh, I always remember. Like when it happened, like the next day, I was like, my mum told me. Well, the day my mum told me, I was like, okay, like I'm gonna. I think I was in year five, mm. and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to school still. Da, 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 da. And then like I remember I was sat like eating my breakfast, yeah. and my stepdad was like, yeah, you're not going to school. Like, go and get changed now. And Aww. I was just like, yeah, okay. And then like the next day I went in. Um, which I think is quite, like, soon to go back in. Yeah. But, um, I went back in school. And my te- <laughs> my mum had obviously written a letter. Yeah. And my teacher is actually, like, it's not funny, but it's funny. My teacher was like, oh, yeah, Mia was off skiving, wasn't she? And I just, I just passed her the letter. Oh. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and I was like. She, she's you know, a <laughs> She Dickhead. must have felt like shit. Yeah. And I was just like, like this little child in like yeah. year five, and I was like, yeah, yeah, my granddad died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like for a while, like it, I don't want to say like it tore my family apart because like it didn't, but like, like my grandma distanced herself a lot. Yeah, and like, imagine that, like you grew up with somebody, she probably didn't even know what to do with herself for a long time. Oh, absolutely. Like, it was crazy. 
and um obviously i don't remember a lot of it because i was i was still like young and stuff but um but yeah so i think that's why now my family is so so close and we're so like like nobody really nobody falls out of my family because like we we value having everybody do you know what i mean like we know how valuable it is to and how like sad it is to lose somebody so it's like why would we ever waste time like falling out over stuff so i think that's why my family is the way that it is like and obviously like we have to thank him for that Mm. um but yeah it's mad isn't it like yeah yeah and so i'm sorry i'm just going back i don't want to say i like obviously my uncle died right Uh but I think, um, you know, like when somebody's ill and yeah. then they pass away with sort of like cancer, things like that. Mm, yeah. You just, um, he was very close to my dad. So I know like my dad took that very terribly. Yeah, very hard. Very hard. So I think it's a matter of when you see somebody really and truly taking it terribly, that hits you. Absolutely. And, um, your story is actually kind of like, really like I could feel pain in my heart Ugh. right now. Because I know you see like my granddad on my Instagram and stuff yeah. like that. And he is not well at all right now. Yeah. And you know, and you could kind of be like, you can see when somebody's, and I always feel terrible when I say this word, but deteriorating. Yeah, no, definitely. In health and everything. And I know that my mom, when she comes here, she's always like, Rachel, I think this is like the last few maybe months that we're going to mm. have with granddad. That's probably terrible to say, but honestly, no, do you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, Death is a very real thing. It's so real. Yeah. Like, it just takes people that you really love. Nah, literally. And, like, you you, you get annoyed, you know, because you feel like you never appreciated them, like, when you had them. Mm. Like, I always remember, like, the last... I think my my granddad... This man, how clear it is in my head. Like, my granddad died on a Wednesday. Yeah. And I always remember the Monday, like, he, he... rode his bike with me to school oh. and he was like oh bye and like me just was just like yeah whatever bye yeah bye granddad but it's like that was like the last time that i've seen him yeah and it's like these moments they're so precious i'm literally sound like such an idiot right no, now not even. um and i think that's why it's like you really have to like like live just live your life because you you really don't know when the last time you're going to see somebody is and i know again that sounds so cliche like trust me live every day like it's your last but like yeah even if it's like it's not your last day today like it could be your last you just never know yeah like even my granddad who's he's 79 right he says that all the time he's like rachel like a year and a half ago i would never think i'd be on oxygen no but 100 percent. he was driving earlier this year no earlier last year yeah and that just came upon him like yeah things happen fast so fast and he's like you actually have to appreciate the time that you have yeah just do what you want when he was like 17 he just went to spain and started traveling around spain he didn't tell anybody (laughs) he just did it and his parents were looking for him all that and his mother was like a dancer in paris all like with the bluebell girls those sorts of things his family, it was extremely different to just, like, my nan's family and stuff, right? Not comparing, but, you know. Yeah. And he's just very free-spirited. And he's just telling, like, because I never really used to, like, have big chats with him and stuff. But now, like, he'll just be having yeah. a drink. And just because appreciating the time that I have with him. Absolutely. And he tells me, and he's like, Rachel, trust me, just live. 
Aww. you know and you just have to appreciate your time and absolutely 100%. absolutely like i and uh, i literally need to take my own advice and fucking live life you know what i mean like yeah, it's all good to say that but like i think don't get me wrong me i think we do quite relative yeah and a lot better like when you see things and people are always like oh my gosh you guys do this do that but i think we have to I sometimes take more risks than maybe yeah, career. Or absolutely. Like, sometimes just ditch the safety net. Yeah. But yeah. Oh. But we're do- I think we're doing all right. We do, I trust. I think everyone is. Everyone is. Everyone's on their own path. Trust me. Fighting their own fight. So, you know what? Keep fighting. Yeah. Keep going. Um. I, I was actually laughing because I literally said like half an hour ago like you know me I'm a crier <laughs> yeah and I think I am as well and I used to think that I was this major crier I used to cry a lot yeah and I still do like the most random things will have me crying I might be looking in my mirror and just remember something and start crying but I think different things definitely make us cry mm. <laughs> yeah like we cry no yeah definitely <laughs> Different, we get emotional for very different things. <laughs> That's funny. In a weird way, love doesn't make me cry anymore. Oh, but I'm lying about that. But <laughs> I think. <laughs> See how she just lies and no, provoke. I, I can't explain. I'm not even gonna get into that right now. Anyway, guys. Okay. Yeah. Those were our topics. Those were our topics. Sorry, you got a little bit. Uh, I am. But me, a I, bit emotional there. I really appreciated that. You know. What made you emotional? Like, I thought it was very um, raw. Raw, and I, it got me feeling. Oh. Because in the beginning, I wasn't really, like... Feeling. Yeah. I hear you still. Well, yeah, that was our episode. Um, Maybe it'll make you think about some of your own coping mechanisms, whether they're good, whether they're bad. I think um, everybody has their own, 100%. How they deal with things. Yeah, definitely. Um, and if it works for you, it works for you. Just, yeah. you know, don't. You know, with the other episode that we did, we were like, it's never black and white. It's quite grey. Mm-hmm. Within life, there is never a one-size-fits-all. No. Because I was saying the other day, everybody's life is so unique. Yeah. You know, your parents try to teach you and guide you throughout life, which is lovely. It kind of pushes you. But then when you start living your own life, it's like, okay, you helped me, but now what? Because you never actually did this. Yeah, like they don't know everything. Yeah. Like it was They're just cool. there to guide you yeah. on the path that is, is right. Well, what they believe to be right. Mm-hmm. But now but everybody so different. Yeah, but everybody is, is, is ultimately on their own path. Nobody's on the same path. Yeah. Um... So good luck with your coping mechanisms. <laughs> Don't go crying on a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are go off this podcast. That was episode twenty three. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Goodbye.